Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Garoppolo. Javante. He's picked off. Intercepted by the Lions. And Kirby Joseph, Garoppolo hands it right back, and Joseph has his first interception of the season. And bada bit, bada beep, bada boop, they changed coaches. That's uh, ESPN Joe Buck Monday night passed as the Raiders lose to the Lions, a game you heard. No, actually it was on our sister station, AM 1300, the bet. Bottom line is, a couple of days later, you're out of a job. Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler and the offense coordinator Lombardi as uh, Mark Davis didn't want to take it anymore. He was fed up, couldn't take it anymore. And after a three and five start, a year and a half into the job, yep. see you later. Josh you know, so I'm guessing he had a lot of conversation. I mean, the owner and the GM, they have a ton of conversations. So, And he hired them both together and fired them both together. You know, probably just got fed up with it, you know, and players come talk t- to the owner. I would imagine Devontae Adams, you know, with the amount of money that he makes and everything, he probably had uh free pass to go see Mark Davis whenever he needed to. Is the talent on the roster good enough? Where if you bring in someone that connects better with the players and a, a forward-thinking GM, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo is probably not the answer at quarterback no. who was benched, by the way. Aiden O'Connell's going to start for them next game. I mean, is there talent here to succeed? I mean, how... they got some defensive talent and stuff, you know, and Devontae yeah, Adams and a running, running yeah. back. You know, I mean, how do, you, how do you have a running back get, what, 2,000 yards last year, and this year, you know, he can't get anything? Um, I, you know, and, and everything was an issue with every player, it seemed like. You know, nothing was easy. And I don't, I don't know what kind of relationship, you know, Mc, McDaniel has with the players or the GM. Um, so, I, I'm guessing that it started festering with Mark Davis and then it just kept getting worse and worse. And then, you know trade deadline comes and I'll guarantee you he's the one that said in no way we're trading anybody 
Now, speaking of trades, Montez Sweat was traded yesterday when we were on the air mm-hmm. from Washington to the Bears. And then Chase Young was soon to follow going to San Francisco. And we were talking off the air. I mean, if you would have thought three years ago, local guy from the DMV was a stud, two, second pick in the draft out of Ohio State 2020, rookie of the year defensively, that he wouldn't even make it through his rookie deal in Washington. You would have figured something catastrophic had to happen. Well, he got hurt. Yeah. Maybe his work ethic wasn't all that great. His reports are coming out now. But Chase Young now going to San Francisco, and I'm assuming he'll be rejuvenated there with Nick Bosa playing alongside him over there. Well, I, I'm guessing, Bob, he'd be playing for his contract. You know, when he goes there, and he and Bosa were teammates. I imagine they were back-to-back years, second pick of the draft. So, I imagine that they played together. So, I would think that Chase Young's probably excited to go out there. For Washington, what does this mean moving forward here? They got draft picks. And um, I guess reading the articles, Bob, they said ownership was... The only thing that scares me then is, is, all right... You know, everybody says you're going to keep one of them because you're going to pay one, you know, and then they decide, okay, we're not paying any because, you know, the the thing is, is what we'll find out in the offseason is Josh Harris going to step up to the plate financially. If I'm Ron Rivera, how am I feeling right Oh, you're now? done. You know that it's uh, – he's been through this before, and all the coaches know it, the players know it, that uh, nine weeks from now – They'll be gone. In Chicago with the Bears. Two and six, disappointing year. But earlier, if you remember everybody, Alan Williams, the defensive coordinator, resigned on September the 20th, citing a need to take care of my health and family. Mm-hmm. Well, this news came yesterday that running backs coach David Walker was fired over workplace behavior had been taken to human resources on a couple of occasions and the second occasion led to his termination 53 years old so matt eberfluss having some issues with his uh, subordinates yeah yeah uh, you know so what kind of guys did he hire i mean they've they've been with other teams before so um it's not a good look for eberfluss and for the Bears, I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to be going through another cleaning of the house with their coaching staff. But then again, I mean, the Bears, I mean, there are some standards that Chicago fans are used to. And right now, not really living well, up to them. And, and Bob, say. Kevin Warren just came in as a new president, you know, and you've gotten, you know, two coaches have been fired for um, screwing around, you know. So... Um, I'm guessing that it's easy for him just to clean it out. Sounds like, you know, the GM probably is good, you know, but uh, clean the coaches out and and start over and, you know, if if is Fields a part of it or not a part of it. I mean, the two biggest questions are the coach and or probably the quarterback and then the coach, you know, because they're, they're going to have a pick high enough where they can go get a quarterback. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. It is NFL lunch here on this lovely woman crush Wednesday. Week 9 slate of games starts tomorrow. 
Tennessee's at Pittsburgh. Kenny Pickett status to be determined. Will Levis will be the quarterback for uh, the Titans coming off that four touchdown debut performance. Tennessee three and four on the year. Oh, and three, however, away from home. Steelers are two and a half point favorites in this game. We'll get to our picks, but as I'm sitting here at 110 on November 1st, leaning heavily towards the Titans in this matchup. Yeah, uh, I was just looking up the weather in Pittsburgh for tomorrow night. 48 and sunny's the high, so it's going to be night. The low's 28, so it's going to be cold. Um, yeah, the only thing that scares me, Bob, about Tennessee is, is will their defense get after Levis? You know, are they gonna are they gonna cause him problems? Yeah, but they haven't really gotten after anybody this year, have they? Pittsburgh's D. 30th ranked defense. Yeah. It says no. Dolphins, Chiefs, Frankfurt, 930 kickoff, Kansas City minus two and a half. Which sucks about this game is it's at 930. This is a game that I wouldn't mind after the Ravens and Seahawks. Or Sunday night or Monday night. Yeah, or just 425 cracking a beer, getting ready for some late afternoon fun. Move point. Kansas City, as we said, coming off a loss to an half over Miami. Minnesota's at Atlanta. Minus five is Atlanta. Desmond Ritter not going to be the quarterback there for the uh, Falcons as they've made a move. Heineke. Grab a Heineke, Norm. He's going to be the quarterback for Atlanta. Cardinals and Browns. Well, the Vikings quarterback's a rookie. Yeah. That's, oh, that's right. That's why that spread's going up to five. Cardinals are at Cleveland. Cleveland minus eight. As it could be a rookie for the Cardinals, too. Yeah. Tune. Yeah. Don't be out of tune. Josh How does. would you like that? Your first start against the number one defense. Hi, my name's Miles Garrett. I'm a sack you four times <laughs> yeah. today. Rams at Packers, Green Bay minus three. Commanders at New England, New England minus three and a half. Bears at the Saints, New Orleans minus seven and a half. Tampa's at Houston, Houston minus two and a half. Colts at Panthers, Indy minus two. Giants at Raiders. Raiders minus two. Okay, turmoil, whatever. That's what they think about the Giants, I guess. Cowboys at Eagles, Philly minus three. Sunday night is a good one. Buffalo at Cincy, Bengals minus two and a half. And then next Monday, it's the Jets hosting the Chargers, Chargers minus three. So some interesting games, Vinny, this week. Yeah, very interesting. There's some, yeah, there's some uh, big games that, you know, playoff implications, and especially, you know, the one here. And we'll talk about more NFL news with Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. Coming up next, Vinny's Phil Breakdown of the Ravens defense against the Cardinals. If you want to get in, you can. 410-583-1057, World Series game number five coming up tonight. Texas wins last night, 11-7. They were up 10-zip before you could breathe. Now they go for the World Championship. Nathan Avaldi, who's undefeated in the playoffs, trying to close them out. Zach Gallen trying to keep Arizona alive. You can hear the game on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. At the stadium, Vinny schmoozes in luxury suites. From the left, dear, one serves from the left. Whatever's gotten into you, Campania? Amy, post up in the bleachers. You're all The only place to catch Vinny and Haney together is on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. It's Carly Simon talking about Nolan. So vain, full of himself, a little narcissism working. Well, there's never a little narcissism. (laughs) Narcissists are all in. It's all about them. They think the world revolves around them and their wants and needs. Hence, you know, we're not here to speak psychology for sure. We're going to talk football. Bob Andy, Vinny Serrato, Narcissist Nolan, over on the other side of the glass from CBSSports.com. He's our friend and yours. He's on the WGK Law Guest Hotline. He's Ryan Wilson. Now, Ryan's all about humility. Ryan, what's happening? <laughs> Narcissist Nolan. That's pretty good. I like that. It's his new nickname. You got to love it. got to love it. Well, I guess if you're a Raiders fan, you're not loving steady your football team. And if you're Mark Davis, I guess you love your haircut because you keep rocking that thing. But he's not <laughs> loving what's going on on the sidelines or in his front office. So is there a level of surprise that uh, the changes that were made with the GM, the coach, and the OC going out on a uh, Tuesday, not even midway through the season for you? Not surprised so much. If you've seen the football team play, it's clear that it's, it's – the, the level of dysfunction is through the roof, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just one thing after the next. I, I mean, part of the issue is Mark Davis is doing hiring, right? I, I mean, he made Jack Del Rio basically fire himself in that press conference when John Gruden was coming in. John Gruden had to resign because of the emails. Josh McDaniel had to take all the time off between the the Broncos fiasco when he was hired in 2009, and that didn't work out. And then, you know, he made his way back to New England, for rediscovered himself, and some people, here's the reality. Some people just aren't cut out to be head coaches. Some people are fantastic coordinators, and that's probably where the ceiling should end for them in terms of going up the corporate ladder. And I think that's the case with Josh McDaniels because he's he's been really good at that and not so good once he gets he graduates to the head coaching job. But, again, Mark Davis is the guy who seems to fall in love with the shiny objects, whether it's Sean Gruden or, in this case, Josh McDaniels, and it always seems to blow up in the Raiders' face. Now, plan B or whatever the subsequent plan to these firings might just be – uh, Mr. Jim Harbaugh, who's working through some issues uh, in Ann Arbor. And when 
he takes over, he's going to have full control. And maybe that takes Mark Davis out of the picture, and Mark Davis won't be in a position to make terrible decisions, whatever they may be, and then let Jim Harbaugh do his thing. But for the moment, I'm not surprised the team uh, is where they are in terms of their, their newly found coaching service because they've been terrible by, by any stretch and by any measure. Now, McDaniel's former place of employment, New England, we know the struggles they have on the field at 2-6, and six, and they got Washington coming up this week, and apparently the uh, former Redskins make every quarterback they play look like Johnny Unitas. <laughs> but, I mean, is Mac Jones kind of a lost cause here? And, you know, that team, they're the only team in the division right now, Ryan, as you know, with a losing record. Is this a thing that's going to continue to spiral for the Patriots this year? Well, it doesn't help when your best wide receiver, Kendrick Bourne, tears his ACL. So right. that's just compounding issues. And year one, Mac Jones was encouraging, right? And then year two, you, you bring in Matt Patricia, and clearly that went how everyone thought it was going to go. And then year three, you thought maybe it would be a bounce back uh, with Bill O'Brien, and it just hasn't happened. And I think there are a lot of reasons uh, where you could point the finger, but it has to start with Mac because he's the face of the franchise, uh, rightly or wrongly. And I think – you know, if they're picking top 15 or top 10, they're going to be looking very hard at quarterbacks uh, beyond Caleb and Drake because those guys are going to be long gone because you're not going to win in this league without a quarterback. Now, I might also suggest they think about drafting some offensive tackles. Last year they drafted three interior offensive linemen, and those guys have had to play. But, I mean, you're not going to win without tackles. They've struggled to find wide receivers in the draft or through free agency, and, and the list goes on and on. The defense has been really good, but we're, it's not 2003 anymore. you got to be able to win – by pushing the ball down the field. And, and Mac Jones has at times, like that Dallas game, you would have thought he had been playing football for 15 minutes before that game, the way he played. <laughs> and it, it's just, it's not sustainable. So is it all on him? No, there are a lot of reasons, but he's the quarterback and uh, he'll be going into, I mean, they have to decide what's going to do with him anyway with the fifth year option. And, and I would imagine they're moving on unless there's some miraculous end of the season. Hey, Ryan, do you think that Mark Davis would have consulted with Tom Brady since they're, you know, I guess he hadn't been okayed yet for ownership, but they do own the basketball team together. Yeah, like should what should he do, or should he come in and play quarterback? Because I think both questions Combo, are worth asking. Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both questions are worth asking. I think Tom Brady uh, is very smart, and he would the answer to the part two question would he come back would be no. Let's take a look at Jimmy Garoppolo, and he can't even walk from the, the field where he's been sacked 27 times in one game to the sideline. So I'll pass on that, but I hope he has some say in, in where they, what they do going forward because, like I said, Mark Davis cannot find a coach. And you can say, well, he's a smart guy or whatever, but I'm just going on what I see. And there are going to be a lot of – I think part of the thing you have to get over is the shiny object syndrome. And the other thing is you've got to be able to find someone like a Sean McVay or a Kyle Shanahan or even more recently – like Mike McDaniel, and there are a lot of young guys that are going to be have their name in the mix. Ben Johnson's been a hot name, the coordinator for uh, the Detroit Lions. And the other thing you have to guard against, and, and I don't know how you figure this out because apparently it's incredibly <laughs> difficult, you might be a great coordinator and get your guys buying in, but if you can't manage the, the entire operation, it, it doesn't matter. And I think a lot of credit goes to Shane Steichen in his first year in Indianapolis, and even Jonathan Gannon, yeah. who's a defensive-minded guy who's done well in, in Arizona under some – some less than ideal circumstances in terms of the personnel around them. Now, uh, what about the Steelers? You know, I mean, they, you know, what bothers me a little bit is like nationally, everybody says, oh, the Steelers defense is, I mean, they're 30th ranked defense. That tells me they're not watching the Steelers. <laughs> you're seeing the highlights and you're seeing the interceptions at the end of the game, or they're opportunistic in terms of generating fumbles. And, and they did that against the Rams. So the Rams aren't a good football team either. They're banged up. 
Um, I had no point going into last Sunday's game thought they were going to have a chance against the, the Jaguars. And the best thing they had going for them was the weather. And the weather sort of mitigated and equalized that game. And then the Jaguars, who were a better football team, made plays. And offensively, it's the same old conversation. Uh, it's not all on Matt Canada. Kenny Pickett's not throwing to open guys. He's holding the ball too long. He's taking hits. He's getting he's getting beaten down every game as well. Um, he's gonna he keeps going back out there. I give him credit. He's tough. Like he, it looks like his season's over one week and the next, and then he shows right back up there. Short week against the Titans, and I want to see what happens when Will Levis starts throwing these bombs because that was fun to watch for him in his debut. And the Steelers are going to be without Minka, who's going to be out for a while with a hamstring in the center of that defense. So we'll find out. Cam Hayward may come back, but uh, unless he's bringing five or six guys with him named James Harrison, it may not matter at this point. Hey, Ryan, what do you think, um, you know, Williams and Frank Clark, do they help Seattle? Now, I watch Frank Clark on film. He looks like he's a little stiff and done to me. Right. And I do like the Leonard Williams deal. And uh-huh. the fact that Boyamate is coming along as an edge rusher in year two it yeah. makes things a little easier. They got Jaron Reed back on the roster in the offseason. They got Draymond Jones from Denver. Um, so that helps. And, and I think the good news is if you can generate just a little more pressure, that back end is, is legit, right? Devin Witherspoon is playing great as a rookie. Mm-hmm. We know about Tariq Woolen. Jamal Adams is out there laying the wood to people. And I think there's an opportunity to continue to create these turnovers uh, that help set up red zone or excuse me, field position opportunities. And then the, in terms of the red zone, weirdly, both sides of the ball in Seattle have struggled in the red zone offense and defense. But yeah. I think this is a step in the right direction. I, I don't hate the compensation a second and a fifth. If you think that you have a chance and why wouldn't Seattle, they're currently first in that division, which is crazy to say out loud in week eight heading into week nine. But I like the Leonard, the Leonard Williams deal for sure. I was confused if you were the Bears about the Montez Sweat thing. I like Montez Sweat, but you're a terrible football team and you're just throwing away second-round picks. You're not going to compete this year. Maybe it's a long-term thing, but I, it didn't make sense to me. Well, the only way it makes sense if you sign, if, if you have an agreement with the agent that you're going to do a long-term deal. Otherwise, a rental you know, for uh, that makes no sense whatsoever. Right. Now, I'm with you 100%. Hey, Ryan, now, me and Haney are a little running hot about 9.30 kickoff for a game that should be a Sunday night or Monday night. Correct. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm over these. Uh, I'm all happy for these games we played in Europe, but let's just play them on East Coast time. If that's an East Coast bias, I fully admit to it. But I don't, I don't want to have to be starting my Sunday morning two hours early so I can watch a game in Germany or England or wherever it is. I, I'm with you. I, I mean, and the other thing is, uh, look, man, I got kids, so I got a lot of things going on early in the morning that I get settled into my afternoon. So I, I don't want to have to miss out on what is, as you point out, an incredibly good football game, at least on paper, and then have to catch up as I try to get through the rest of the, the, the NFL slate. Maybe these are, you know, first world problems or whatever, but uh, you will not get any pushback from me in terms of having this within the uh, usual NFL viewing window on Sunday. You get a Heidi Klum run around there in a cheerleader outfit, you know, maybe. Hey, hey. He's Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. Ryan, before we let you roll, mock draft stuff, hot and heavy in your world for sure. But who's our rising prospect of the week as we're still obviously months away from the draft, but as we're closing in on the final few weeks of the college football season, give us a name that's starting to really turn some heads here draft-wise. I'll give you two names from the Pac-12, a conference that was not going to exist in a few months, which is crazy because the football has been so good out there. But And this has, isn't even an issue necessarily for the Ravens, and it historically has been in recent years. But Leatu Latu, the edge rusher from UCLA, is an absolute animal. He, he just takes over games. 
he took it took it to the old Colorado offensive line, which hasn't been very good last week. And another name on the other side of the ball, again, no longer a need for the Ravens somehow, Roma Dunze, the, the big wide receiver out of Washington, another young man on the other side of the ball who can take over games at all three levels. And both those guys uh, are going to be almost certainly first-round picks. So keep an eye out for those guys if you're looking for something to watch this weekend. Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. Ryan, always appreciate your time and information. Enjoy the rest of your Woman Crush Wednesday. Thank you, guys. Here he is, Ryan Wilson, everybody. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. We'll come back. Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens defensively in the win. Let's stress that. Win against the Cardinals. You want to get in, you can. At 410-583-1057. Got a funhouse trip. Nolan McGraw coming up. And then inside access at 2 Game 5 of the World Series coming up later as the Texas Rangers look to finish off the Arizona Diamondbacks. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Earlier in the show, Vinny broke down the Ravens' offense. The performance against the Arizona Cardinals in the win. Gotta keep stressing it was a win. Sixth of the year. Third straight, as a matter of fact. 31 24 mm-hmm. was the final score. Now let's get to the other side of the ball. How the Ravens performed defensively against Arizona film study. Yeah, watching the film, you know, I said it like the offense probably got a C, defense probably got a C too. I mean, you could tell in that first series when Arizona took it right down the field. I mean, you're like, okay, we got the number two def- rush defense in the league. They're going to have a hard time running. I'm like, what the hell? They're getting five, six yards a pot. The tackling sucked. That first drive, you know, they I, I think they missed five tackles. Lunging and missing tackles. It was like watching Maryland. I was like, oh, you know, it was like Scared. watching a replay. <laughs> you know, so the tackling, the tackling wasn't good. And the problem, too, was the guys up front – that have been doing a phenomenal job keeping her shoulders square and keeping people off the backers. They were comboing up and getting on to the backers, making, you know, Roquan and Queen's job really hard. So um, I didn't think, other than Michael Pierce, the guys really did a, didn't do a really good job fundamentally, in my opinion. Now, I thought that Kyle Van Oy, he looked like he was... Um, Running in sand. He, he, did, he didn't look fast or explosive. Rushing the passer, he did nothing. And then he was getting hooked 
you know, and they were they were getting outside of him. He couldn't get off of blocks out there. The the kid who did good was uh, Tavius Robinson. I thought he played good against the run. Did a nice job holding up and and playing good against the run. Uh, the pass is another thing. But Michael Pierce, Michael Pierce was the best player on defense. I mean, he did a great job. You know, punch, lock out, find the ball, shedding people, getting the sack, causing the fumble. You know, all those things. I thought he, he really, really did a nice job. And, you know, with uh, the interceptions, Stevens had a, had a nice pick, you know, on the one. And uh, Stone came across, read it well, and made a nice pick. So I thought they, they did a nice job. You know, there. I mean, that was that was a difference. That was a fourteen point, you know, difference there. But overall, the defense didn't didn't play great. You know, and the biggest problem was they missed too many tackles. And and I think the thing about it is when you look at it, you know, when you're missing tackles, lunging, and doing those things, it's you're not one hundred percent dialed in. You know, playing the top. Because we didn't talk about missed tackles Detroit, and we talked about how good fundamentally they were, you know, three and out. I mean, just just look at the first series. You know, they're going to be three and out, boom, penalty. You know, I mean, they just made yep. dumb mistakes, and they missed tackles. You know, and, and but they won the game. That's all that matters. Okay. Um, you know, five weeks from now when you go back, yeah, beat Arizona. You know, how'd you play? I, I guess we played okay. We won. You know, so that doesn't matter. All that mattered is the W. Now, we'll do Seattle film study tomorrow. Yeah. Ravens defense are going to have their hands full because the Seahawks do have some weapons, especially at the skill position. Oh, yeah. Lockett. Lockett. Lockett's, Bob, he is so quick and explosive, you know, in and out of cuts. And he seems like he's Geno Smith's guy, like go-to guy. They like to use Metcalf. Deep routes. He's not a great route. He's six foot four. You know, he's like huge. So getting in and out of cuts, you know, is not the easiest thing for him. But uh, down in the red zone, love throwing the fade to him. They love throwing deep to him. You know, he can win contested catches. But Lockett's the guy underneath. And then, you know, they can run it. Um, so, and then Fant, you know, so they, they like to play two and three tight ends a lot too. And so, it's going to be uh, – they're going to be challenged offensively. Some statistical leaders for the Ravens defensively through eight weeks. Roquan Smith leads the team in tackles with 82. Justin Matabike leads the team in sacks with six and a half. The Ravens lead the NFL in that category with 31. And Geno Stone, five interceptions, leader in the National Football yeah. League. Yeah, no. And Roquan Bob is fourth in the league in tackling. You know, so yeah, they've they've got some statistical leaders all on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, Patrick Queen and Jadavian Clowney both have three and a half sacks. Kyle Van Noy has three, but as Vinny said, wasn't one of uh, his more no. stellar performances last week against the Cardinals. He didn't show up. Yes, he, I mean, did you even notice him on the field? I did not. Yeah, I mean, Clowney. Yes, yeah. you notice him every twenty-four. Yeah, and you know, it takes a while for my pea brain to recognize that twenty-four. It's no no longer a DB or a running back. It's right. you know a guy trying to get to the quarterback. But you see him every week trying to wreak havoc. But Van Noy last week, nah, yeah. not much at all. NHL news before we hit the break. Nicholas Backstrom 
They're going to walk away from the Caps for health reasons. 35 years old. Uh, could this mean that his uh, career could be coming to an end? He's dealt with a ton of injuries over the last couple of seasons. Yeah, he's had hip surgery, I think, two years ago, and, and he tried to play last year. You know, he fought through it, you know, when he came back. But he just didn't have any burst or explosive skating. And I think I don't. it must be bothering him or whatever, or maybe, you know, he he knows it's it's time. I, from what I, I hear, he's going to retire, you know, which is which is good, which is good, and probably needs to. Maryland back on the football field Saturday at three thirty, taking on Penn State. Penn State, the spread. Penn State is down to eight and a half, which is somewhat surprising. Maybe the odds makers think. Could be a trap game for the Nittany Lions who come in at number 11 in the college football playoff rankings, which were released last night. Ohio State 1, Georgia 2, Michigan 3, Florida State 4, then Washington lurking there at number 5. Terps trying to break a three-game losing streak. Damon Evans scheduled to join us tomorrow. Look, he was running hot two weeks ago. He was running hot last week. Call me Colombo. Something says he might be running hot again tomorrow. Vinny and Haney on your home for sports. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Kim Carnes. Yes. Betty Davis eyes from way back when. Chosen by you, the people. Tomorrow, got some uh, total request Thursday fun coming your way. Mike Harmon joins us. Every week, Mike Bordick will be joining us, maybe talking about the end of the baseball season as World Series Game 5 is coming up tonight. You can hear it on 105.7 The Fan as Nathan Avaldi looks to close out the Diamondbacks. So we'll see if Zach Gallen can keep their season alive. David Evans will be joining us as well. Talk about Maryland-Penn State. Yes, we're going to have to mention what happened last week at Evanston. Just the way it is, college basketball starts next week, so I'm sure Damon wants to talk about that as well. And then Melissa Kim will be joining us also to preview the Ravens and Seahawks game coming up at 1 o'clock Sunday. Ravens, five-and-a-half-point favorites over Seattle. Nolan, I don't know if I've mentioned this yet, but it's a battle of first-place teams at 1 o'clock. Hey, if they lose, I'm blaming it on you. Just know that. Why not? Everybody else does. Hey, speaking of us... uh, Talking Ravens, we're going to be back at the Brew Brothers on uh, Sunday morning, mm-hmm. starting at 10 o'clock for Baltimore Game Day Uncensored pregame show. Me and uh, Ken Wyman got the first hour, but Nolan, you're going to be there. I will casino. actually be there. Whoa. First time in a while. I've had a, a few weeks off here or doing Orioles when they were still playing, so good to be back on game day. And we will be there and ready to rock and roll, talking about a, an interesting matchup. And then you got Cleveland coming to town, and then you get the short week against Cincinnati. So the Ravens, I'm going to say it's it's an important game for them if they want to maintain their status on top of the AFC North with two division foes looming. And as we said earlier with Bo Smolka, Maryland, Maryland, Freudian slip, Ravens win against Seattle. Then they can handle their business against Cincy and Cleveland. They're in good shape, probably yeah. for the division, and certainly looking good for a playoff berth. Bob, you think uh, Watson will be back by the time they play? 
Two Who weeks. knows? I mean, he apparently, and I saw Jay Glazer on Fox stressing it's a real injury. It's not some bogus. Uh-huh. He's just not one to hit the post. So I'll take Jay at his word. So <clears throat> shoulder injury for a quarterback, you know, it's not a good thing. No, especially your throwing shoulder. And it's a what a slight tear in his rotator cuff or labrum, something along, yeah. along those lines. Bottom line is they're not getting their money's worth. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. From Deshaun Watson. Inside access coming up next. You ready to get out of here, Nolan? Fun house. Quick draws, fun house. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 105.7 The Fan. This first one here from Tony says, How much of the Ravens' ineptness at Arizona do you attribute to all of the travel miles they've accumulated over the past month. I'm sure with the older guys, probably got to them a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, you got to account for all that. So I, I think it was, you know, nice they didn't have the bye because they came home right away and played Detroit. And then, what, four or five days later, then you got to get on a plane again for five more hours. So I'm sure that was not an easy trip. This text here uh, says the Terps looked like a junior college team last Saturday. Can't trust them against anyone at this point. I don't think anyone's trusting them. I've, I've said it on record. I don't see winning another game, even though I got a six-pack on the line here uh, when it comes to the uh, projections for it. But Jerry Palm said it perfectly, Vinny, a couple hours ago. They never level up on any game. Right. They lose who they're expected to lose to. Yep. And then lose to teams they're not supposed to lose to. But when have they beaten a team they weren't supposed to beat? And that kind of what Saturday's all about. That's exactly right. Uh, This one here, Texter says, the Raiders blew things up too late. Now the deadline has passed and they have all these assets just wasting away. Don't expect them to turn things around as an organization anytime soon. Well, I I wouldn't have. I mean, if I'm the owner, I'm not going to let anybody trade anything away. If I'd have fired him um, Tuesday morning and all of a sudden I'm, I'm going to, like, trade everything away, who's in charge, you know, Who's to say that the new GM and them, they'd be like, what the, what the hell did you give all that away for? And you're not getting the compensation that probably you deserve. I got one more here. A texter thinks that Lamar is dealing with a minor injury right now. Goes on to say here, uh, a bad hurt leg. Uh, appeared to get hit a little bit hard early in the game on Sunday. Had either aggravated or created a new injury. Uh, he looked horrible after that. Uh, they started running the ball more in the second half, I think, to cover up for him uh, a wise decision in the long run. All I know is when that announcer talked to Harbs coming out of the locker room, we got to run the ball more. And they ran it 20 times and threw it nine. But I didn't see anything. I didn't see him get hurt. I didn't notice him laboring yeah. or limping. And John Harbaugh said Monday – not that he lies to the media, said Monday that uh, there were no injuries of significance to speak of. As a matter of fact, unsolicited throughout the fact that Ty's Bowser could possibly come back. 
I didn't even see a big hit for Lamar. He got caught a few times, as yeah, we've talked right. about. Yeah. But I didn't see anything. I don't know, Nolan, if you noticed. No, certainly not. Well, you just what you brought up there, Bob, it is interesting now. In year six, could be just an isolated play, but there was that one moment in the Arizona game where he's trying to hit the outside. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden now, guys on defense catching him. are running the same speed as him. Yeah. And I don't know if that's just a one-play type of thing. I'm sure you get him in the open field, he'll still make people look silly. But has he lost a step, even if it's a fraction of a step? Well, 2019, nobody was catching No. And last year, when he bulked up, maybe. But I, I, I don't know. Maybe. I still think, you know, and it could be wrong, he's more inclined to stand in the pocket and prove that he can throw. Instead of just hightailing it out Norm, of dodge. I, I agree with you, though, because, like, in the past, you know, guys weren't catching them. And, and, you know, I mean, these guys are running, like you said, they're running right with them. And, well, at least in 2018 and 19, I guess you could say that, okay, nobody's ever faced a guy like Lamar before. So everyone was caught off guard. They didn't know how to approach it. Maybe now, a little more tape. They're thinking about their angles that they're taking a little bit more. But... Still, it does appear that he's a bit slower. Yeah, I mean, because, like, they're not catching Tyreek Hill. Still, well, that's true. You know, that's true. It's 5880, The Fed. More breakdown of this game coming up tomorrow and maybe talking about the end of the baseball season. Who knows? Next 24 hours should be fun in the world of sports, as always. Inside access coming up next for Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato. I'm Bob Haney. Stay safe, stay healthy. We'll talk to you in the morning. For now, last is moving. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 